everybody, welcome. So today I want to talk about something that doesn't really get a ton of attention, but is so critical, like super, super important. We're going to talk about toxins in the environment and weight gain and all the other nasty effects they have. I know you're probably thinking, all right, well, what can I possibly do about that anyway? Well, stick around because at the end I'm going to explain exactly what you could do. I want to explain to you why you should care. Because here's the thing. According to the EPA, the average American home has somewhere between 50 and 80,000 toxins. Like, like how crazy is that? Now, why it matters is because they will make you fat, and I will explain exactly why in a minute. But, you know, for instance, you might be thinking, well, well, where do these things even come from? Well, they come from all sorts of things, like cleaning products, Lysols, the Windexes of the world, um, lotions, deodorants, sunscreens, all the things that sit in our house. Not too long ago, I put together a piece of furniture from Ikea, and I hope I don't get in trouble for that, but I mean, the room stunk for like a week. And the same idea, like if you ever painted your house or had the carpets cleaned, all those things are toxins, particularly where I live in Phoenix, right? And you might experience this in the winter wherever you're at. If the windows are closed for a period of time, it's the same air recirculating round and round. So why does it matter? Well, I I think of it this way. A couple thousand years ago, what did God design your body to deal with as far as toxic exposure goes? I don't know, like maybe campfires were about the worst thing there were, right? But today, we've got all the things I just mentioned, and they are everywhere. Now, here's what's crazy about these things. The average woman, if you could imagine this, before they leave the house in the morning, according to some different studies I've read, are exposed to somewhere around 200 to 250 different toxins, right? Now... I even read a study not too long ago that said babies, the fetal cord blood, it's had 238 different toxins. Like in the blood, before you're even born, you're exposed to this stuff. Now, why does it matter? Because today, scientists are calling these different toxins obesogens and diabetogens. Now, let me back up. What does that mean? So here's the thing. These toxins come in. Our bodies are unbelievably amazing at getting rid of things. Now, I, I, I still can't even imagine how, how, how it's possible that you can come in contact with 50,000 different toxins and your body can get rid of it. So where does it go? It goes out through the kidneys, through fecal material, through your lungs. Important to keep all those organs working well, of course. But whatever doesn't go out, whatever your body's like, I don't even know how to process this thing, what does it do? It says, hey, I've got to store this in the safest place possible. So would you want your body storing toxic buildup in your, well, let's say your nervous system? Of course not, because then you're dealing with things like Parkinson's and MS and all sorts of stuff, right? So what does your body amazingly smartly do? It says, hey, I'm going to stick this nasty stuff where? In a fat cell, because it's a safe place. So your body takes the toxic residue, it goes, I can't get it out, I'm going to start pouring it into fat cells. Over the course of a lifetime, again, these toxins are in the air we breathe, the food, um, gosh, I mean, you name it. It's, it's impossible to avoid. So they end up in, tox- in fat cells. Now, they're called obesogens. What does that mean? That means they cause obesity, and they're called diabetogens, meaning they screw up insulin sensitivity and actually can cause diabetes. So the challenge with that, of course, is you can eat well and do everything right, but if your body's sitting there going, look, I've got this toxic waste sitting in a fat cell, I, I'm, because of that, I have to hold this fat in this cell to keep it as diluted as possible. Right? That's how it causes obesity. Does that make sense? In fact, if you go on a diet, you're trying to pull fat out of the fat cell, what does your body do? It goes, I don't think so, because then you're concentrating that toxic mess. So your body goes, I'm going to resist that as much as possible. 
In fact, what's crazy is half the things we do to lose weight are what? Toxic, right? Prepackaged meals, toxic food, toxic drugs, which all go into this fat cell. Um, things like MSG, like, like you name it. It's out there. It goes in. By the way, when it comes to really trying to lose weight, and that's not so much what this is about today, although you know everything we talk about is metabolism and hormones and just rebooting things, the best way to approach this is to try to detoxify your body more than just try to force it to pull fat out of a fat cell. And that's super, super important. So just so you don't think I'm making this stuff up, again, I had mentioned, according to the EPA, the average American, somewhere between six and 800 toxins in one fat cell. I pulled up a couple studies that I was reading. This one from the National Institute of Health. Check this out. Environmental toxins that cause weight gain are known as obesogens, and they contribute to weight gain by altering metabolism and hormone balance. We're going to talk about that in a second. And they even increase the number of fat cells. These toxins are found in food, water, toiletries, makeup, perfume, cleaning products, and so much more. Again, that's the National Institute of Health. Here's another one from the National Institute of Health. It is clear that environmental toxins accumulate in fat tissue, resulting in the development of obesity and type 2 diabetes. Crazy, right? Here's what makes this even worse. Toxins that are stored in fat cells mimic, compete, and bind hormones. Why does that matter? Well, hormones like estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. This is why almost everybody today seems to need some kind of hormone replacement. Because when you have a bunch of toxins in a fat cell, it mimics receptor sites. So you can make enough of the right hormone, but if it can't get into a cell, you seem what? Like your hormones are off. So again, the first step, clean cells. Get things working properly. It is the key. It is so, so, so important. Another one that we see a lot of people come in with these days are thyroid issues. Again, very often you can make enough of the right thyroid hormone, but it's got to get into a cell. So if toxins are screwing up the top, of, or let's say the outside and the receptor sites aren't working properly, yeah, you can have enough. And then you're like, man, I've got all the symptoms of a thyroid issue, right? I've got constipation maybe, and I've got low energy, and my eyebrows are thinning, and my hair's, and I, you know, all those things. And very often, it's not that we need extra hormones from the outside. It's just we've got to get this working properly. And what I mean by working properly is simply clean out the body. So how do you do that? Well, here's a couple really simple things. You know, I'll tell you what, if you go online and just Google natural cleaning products, there is a bunch of them. So rather than me trying to list them all here, um, you could use things like white vinegar and water. You could use a couple drops of dish soap. You can make cleaning products that, are, that don't have a bunch of bad toxins. I would say the biggest offender, at least with four teenagers in my house, three of them being girls that I've seen, and of course we don't use this stuff now, uh, was hairspray. I mean, if you read like hairspray or some of these body sprays and you look at the ingredients, there's like 50, 60 ingredients and none of which you can pronounce and all of which you know are bad. And if you aerosol that and you inhale it, and let's say you're doing that every morning, your fat cells are accumulating more and more toxins. It's screwing up hormones more and more and it's causing you to hold body fat. So in addition to getting rid of some of the toxic products in your house, which, you know, you might wonder like, how do I know if a product is bad or good? So I use an app, my family uses an app called Yucca, Y-U-K-A. It is the coolest thing out there. Uh, all you do is download the app and then point your phone at any barcode of any product. And it'll literally score it from one to 100, right? So, well, I've actually scored some products as a zero. So I guess it can go to zero, which is basically like, it is so bad. Like, 
you know, it's toxic waste essentially. So we just started screening things like sunscreens. I mean, some of them out there are like in the 90s. Some of them are, are literally zero, meaning like, man, I, I don't want to put that on my body. Because anything you put on your skin is going where ultimately? It's going into your body, right? So good rule of thumb is if you wouldn't drink it or put it in your mouth, you probably shouldn't put it on your skin, but that's sort of an aside. So all that being said, I think it's just really important to understand that the cleaner you can get your body, the more energy you tend to have. At least that's what, that's just what we do in the office, right? Like what I focus on with my patients in the office is really simple. It's the cleaner and more balanced we can get someone, the better they feel, the faster they lose weight, the less medications they tend to need, which are their own problem, right? Because they're toxifying the body and I'm certainly not saying no one ever needs them. But I think the idea with any of this stuff is get healthy enough to not need them. And when you start looking at everything in your house, you open up the kitchen cabinets, right? And you go underneath there and you smell and you feel like, man, this is like, this smells terrible. Well, then you know there's something in there that you very likely can replace with a natural product. Same thing with the mouthwashes and the sunscreens and the personal care products. I like a good example of that. I was walking down the, uh, the grocery store aisle where all the cleaning products were with my daughter and she's 12. And, you know, I mean, she doesn't, she knows something about this stuff, but she's like, boy, this aisle really stinks. Well, that's the same stuff that we have in all our homes. And so, again, what am I saying? If you're putting together the piece of Ikea furniture, stick it outside if you can. Let it bake in the sun in a little while. Sounds crazy, but that'll get a lot of that stuff to outgas much faster. Um, leave windows open. Like every morning in our house, we just open the windows. We let fresh air go through. So, yeah, then the heat or the AC or whatever's on at the time, it'll at least be cleaning good, clean air versus the same stagnant air that's going round and round. And, you know, ultimately, I would just suggest, while it doesn't seem like a big deal and it doesn't seem like, well, like, really, is that going to matter? Honestly, it does matter. It makes a giant difference. The cleaner you can get cells, the more balanced hormones will be, the faster and easier it is to lose weight, and generally, the better you'll feel. I mean, I could talk about brain fog and all the things that are related to these chemicals, but I, I think rather than make it sound all scary, just do your best. Don't spray the hairspray. There are even pump ones that don't use aerosols. There are natural hairsprays out there. There's, there's natural versions of almost everything today. I mean, even five years ago, you'd have to make all this stuff yourself. So just become educated. Google natural cleaning products. Google natural um, personal cosmetics. Lipstick, for instance, super toxic on, a, on average. Right? So there are natural brands of that stuff where you're like, all right, because if the lipstick disappears throughout the day, where's it going? Yeah, you're eating it. So if you Google chemicals and lipstick, you'll be shocked. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I had no idea I was eating this stuff every day. So what's the basic gist of all this? Ultimately, I would highly recommend scan your products. Use an app called Yucca, which will, you can, again, scan a barcode. It'll tell you if it's good or bad, and just start buying the healthier ones. If you're thinking about painting the rooms in your house, just use a natural low VOC paint. Right? I mean, it might not be natural per se, but it's going to be better than some of the other stuff that's out there. And keep the windows open for a couple days if you can before you move into that room. Sleep in a different room if you have to. Because all those things ultimately are going in. Right? And every once in a while, you've got to give your body a chance to just get things out. So in the office, we put people on natural cleanses to help detox them. If you have questions about that, you know, just reach out to us. There's pretty simple ways to do it. But sometimes it's just a matter of eliminating the known bad stuff for a while. Drink plenty of water, right? Get some electrolytes and water. Like, just maximize the normal pathways. Increase fiber in your diet. You could even do that for a couple days, right? You could use fiber supplements because fecal material, that's like well-formed bowel movements. A lot of toxins go through there. 
Um, we use things like exercise with oxygen in the office. Like that's probably a little more hardcore than most people will do, but that's your lungs are one of the largest organs of elimination. So if you just start thinking, all right, what are the pathways of elimination and how can I maximize them? If you have questions, just you know, shoot me an email, let me know. I'd be happy to answer them for you. But the cleaner you are, the better you feel, the faster you lose weight, the less meds you need, um, the whole nine yards. So hopefully that was helpful. I uh, look forward to seeing you on the next podcast or video. Have an awesome day.